And hello, Kevin. Holy crap. This episode did not want to get made. <laughs> no. Apparently, the uh, technology gods were trying to cancel us. <laughs> Who are the technology gods? They got cool names like Zeus and Apollo or anything like that? I think Adobe, Microsoft, and uh, Behringer, I think, are their names. Oh. Well, that's fair. <laughs> it's not what you were expecting. Was it? it was not. Uh, technology is hard, though, because you and I were talking about glasses as, as you, we were walking up to the microphones virtually. And uh, that's what we do. We just walk up and hit go. I had ordered some glasses. Oh, July 7th. And they still hadn't come. And I got a, I ordered two pairs and I got a refund for like $60 just randomly from this company. I'm like, that's weird. Who gives money back? So you paid them money. Yes. And then they gave you money back. Yes. And still no glasses. So they gave me a partial refund. So I'm like, okay, maybe they overcharged me and they're just great people. That, that, because you didn't ask for the refund. Right. I mean, that could be okay. one outcome, right? The You know, they could just be great people. Hey, you know what? We charge you too we much. We just love to send people 60 bucks. Yes. <laughs> Turns out, fast forward to today, I'm on the phone with them. Actually, I take that back. I tried to get on the phone with them and put in your order number, hit pound, and then, you know, something will happen, right? Well, that something was a click. I'm like, oh, man, I must have fat fingered my screen or something. <laughs> so I call back, get to the same thing, put in my number, hit pound, click. The call keeps disconnecting. I'm like, oh, it's a very interesting. No such order found message. Yeah. Um, so fortunately, they had a online chat and I got a hold of someone. I was in number one in the queue. So nothing, nothing too bad there. And I'm explaining my situation. Oh, do you mind give us giving us a call? Uh, I can't. Your system's broken. Tried I've tried twice. Yeah, but we just need to talk to you. So just give us a call. I'm like, you're, what? You're, you're not listening or reading because I'm clearly telling you this. Okay, we'll try to explain it here to us. And I'm just going on and on. They're like, oh yeah, we refunded this portion of your your glasses because you know it didn't. You know, you ordered this thing and your prescription appears to not need that. And so we just took it off. I'm like, yeah, but I do need that, and it is on my prescription and why didn't you call me rather than just give me money back they're like oh well we sent you an email i'm like great and so she gives me the date and to what email address yeah well it, it came to my account but it didn't come from their company domain so what did it do bob it went went into spam, went into spam. and it came from a zendesk.com so first off zendesk yeah, that's an option, but it, I usually think of a Zendesk as like a business-to-business -business sort of support system, a little less consumery, but whatever. We won't split hairs. Or something that you would brand so that your consumers right. were kind of blind to that. Right. So my email, of course, um, well, not of course, but I have a very aggressive spam filters, you know, and I, I allow certain domains in. And when I purchase something from a company, I allow that domain ahead of time as kind of a, let's get ahead of this in case I need a you know, support email. Of course, I got all the, their regular domain ones, but I didn't get the one that said, oh, by the way, we've modified your order. And if you don't reply to us, we're just going to assume everything's great. Uh -huh. There's a flaw. Of course, I'm like, well, I don't want these glasses. They're they're obviously going to be wrong. Yeah, well, we can't return them yet. They're somewhere in the mail. So wait till you get them, then you can return them. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm on, I'm, I'm on. I would say on the phone with them for like an hour now, but I'm on the chat with them for an hour now. And uh, anyway, I'm on the virtual phone. So uh, of course, earlier today I was tweeting. I'm looking for a new glasses vendor, and I got some, uh, some. Uh, suggestions out there anyway sorry i need to get that off my chest thank you for listening everyone believe it or not today's episode is not about bad purchasing nightmares but i'm gonna go ahead and pile on <laughs> oh do tell the Beatty bar family has been trying to uh add a rooftop tent to their <laughs> outdoorsy arsenal and we went with a company called roof nest because their offices are located in sunny boulder colorado mm. which is in our backyard and all their products too right bob warehouses the whole the whole vertical integration right well this is where it gets a little dicey <laughs> if you don't read the website carefully enough you'd be led to believe that 
Maybe they even have a showroom. I don't know. I don't think they mislead you there. As a consumer, I assumed, hey, can I just come take a look at one of your models before we make a purchase decision? Well, we found out that, you know, just their offices are in Boulder. The manufacturing actually takes place in China. Of course it does. (laughs) So somebody obviously had a wonderful idea. I'm still actually trying to figure out if they're a 100% affiliate business, period. And maybe RoofNest is just an affiliate of these kind of tents. Anyway, long story medium. We were excited to place our order. These are not cheap purchases. They're not small purchases either. They're quite large. And uh, so we were told that, you know, they because of COVID-19, because everything is, you know, hey, dumbass, we're in a global pandemic. Yes, we get that. So, but because we're in a global pandemic and the tents are made overseas and the shipping and receiving happens in LA, which is also like, you know, in recent memory become a hotspot. And so they've had some troubles with their logistics, let's say. So our tent did arrive. The the shipment, the ship came in to port. And then we were told that our a carrier had been assigned and that two days later we our tent should be arriving in Denver. That was the first thing we thought that tent was going to be arriving to us, but apparently it was just from arriving to the next shipping destination. Well, the shipping tracker never showed any movement other than pick up and release. So we waited a couple of days and tracker never changed, started dropping some emails, making some calls, long story, even longer. <laughs> uh, the tent is lost. Apparently. Somebody's Allegedly, enjoying it somewhere out west, is what you're right, telling me. Somebody who ordered a regular size, because we ordered the XL, because, you know, that's just what the Beatty Bars do. And the XL was shipped to somebody who ordered a regular sized one. And uh, I could tell when I was on the phone with their customer support, they're like, well, we have a white regular sized one here that, you know, and I'm like, nope, not biting. Yep. That's not what we ordered. That's not what we paid for. Not biting. Oh, oh. I said, you guys should probably call the people who got the regular sized ones and find out if someone actually took delivery of something they didn't pay for. Mm. <laughs> so two days later, the tent is still lost. And uh, we've been told that they're putting us on the list for the next Sparrow XL that is due into port at the end of August. So... Ugh but they're going to continue to still look for ours. So the moral of the story is even in 2020 supply chains still suck, even though we have all this technology, right? Yeah. And sometimes ordering online isn't always the best answer. Apparently (sighs) I don't want to admit that out loud, but apparently it's true. So you are listening to the Bob and Kevin show with Bob Beatty bar and Kevin Gishewski. Each week, we cover relevant tech and social issues related to technology. Our website is bobandkevin.show. And our episodes can be found virtually on any podcast network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Bob and Kevin Show. All right, well... We didn't. What did we come here to talk about today? We, we came here to talk about cancel culture, I believe. Does that sound familiar? And Kevin, why are we talking about cancel culture on a technology podcast? Because it has its legs or its transmission medium, if you will, its shipping partner assigned to it <laughs> uh, is social media, right? Social media is what makes it effective. So you're telling me if we were still back in the Pony Express days, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming you have a definition for cancel, cancel culture somewhere. I do. Would you like to hear it? I would love for our listeners to hear so, the read aloud definition. I've got two. By Kevin. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, first off, Urban Dictionary is kind of like Stack Overflow now where you can vote on definitions. Maybe it's always been this way, but apparently there can be multiple definitions and then people upvote them. So there's the... Urban Dictionary version, and then there's the Wikipedia version. However, Wikipedia one reroutes you, redirects you, if you will, to online shaming. So when you put in cancel culture, it's like, oh, online shaming. Well, that is an interesting wrinkle to the conversation. Yeah. So um, Merriam-Webster, according to Wikipedia, defines the, the act of canceling, also referred to as cancel culture, as the removal of support for 
public figures in response to their objectionable behavior or opinions. This can include boycotts or refusals to promote their work. There you go. Can you, can you read the beginning part of that one more time? It uh, referred to as the removal of support for public figures in response okay, removal to... of support yes okay removal of support it doesn't say unanimous removal of support it just that, says removal it of does support. and then just just because the, the urban dictionary is you know the urban dictionary the number one i thought that was only dirty words in the urban i did dictionary. too apparently you know they're 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 branching out you know somebody did a poll request and now you can have multiple <laughs> definitions here of regular things so cancel Kids culture are going to start citing it in their book reports <laughs> now now I'm, I'm i'm reading the number one answer because there's many here so this this is just the mob voted one if you will uh, a desire to cancel out a person or community from social media platforms ding 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 ding, ding. there's your tech tie-in uh, i feel like i like that definition better so far well this is where, it's, yeah, let me know if you still think that as I continue on because it's fairly long here. Okay. It is characterized by the response of an evil individual when they are shown to be Ooh. wrong. Nope. You can't say anything, Bob. Don't react yet. They will call on their followers to report the social media accounts of the person or group that did the criticizing rather than discussing the criticism or showing by evidence where the criticism is incorrect. Narcissists make up the majority of people who engage in cancel culture, and others who do this would include immature individuals. Zow, <laughs> right? Okay, wow, that that's the a, number that one took answer. A drastic turn. Yeah, it did. Wow. So, wow, there's a lot of things to unpack there. There is. So, um, let's see here. Well, first of all, the use of the term wrong. Yes. Uh, by who? Exactly. Whose definition? So, uh, all right, let, let's let's reset the table here. Uh, first off, thank you for being foolish enough to talk about this topic <laughs> because we're risking getting canceled ourselves. That's going to be my first question. Will we get canceled? <laughs> I, and if we do, will that mean we finally have made it? That's all I really care at this point. And then, of course, if you get canceled, it's how you handle it, apparently. So, just, just for throwing the first volley here is cancel culture really just the name for new name for political correctness bob i don't know if it's a new name for political correctness it might be a new name for social media outrage okay uh what about boycotting <laughs> so if somebody uses their social media accounts and says let's boycott i don't know this bean company for whatever reason um is that so, cancel culture? Well, let me, okay. So let me answer your question with a question. Can 49% of a given population cancel something? Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I even have written here in my notes. Let's get so-and-so fired. Let's pick, let's pick a target. Let's use the name Dave. Dave. Let's get Dave uh, fired. The thing is, is Dave's not going to get fired unless what happens, Bob? Unless his boss agrees? Thank you. Exactly. So, okay. unless somebody <laughs> in a position of authority that can actually influence that person's life in a cancel sort of way, all it is is just a movement. It's bullying. It's, it's like a mob, right? A, a tactics of right. mobs. You know, coming along saying, oh, we should get Dave fired because he likes Twizzlers instead of Red Vines. You know, that's just wrong. So. Right. So that example puts in a position, calculates in a position of power to make the final call. Yes. So there's. But in a, go ahead. But in a position like um, a social media canceling or a product canceling or boycott, even if said bean company lost 51% of their bean buyers, are they still canceled? Well, I don't know who keeps the cancellation Is, scoreboard. I did type in cancel culture, then Google did autocomplete cancel culture victims of 2020. It is one of the like, you know, like the autocomplete. I'm like, hmm. So interesting because depending on what side of the coin of said canceling you are, are they victims or are they deserving of being canceled? Right. So it has a lot to do with right. your lens of of whether or not you agree, whether or not they're a victim. 
uh, you know, because some people, you know, will say, oh, well, Bill Cosby, he's greatest person ever or Bill Cosby got what he deserved. And it really depends on where it came yeah. from. Right. But right. But here's my question. Bill Cosby canceled. Yes or no. I believe so ish but he's in jail so maybe maybe it was a half-hearted effort and then by whom right but does he still right does he still earn revenue from the many pieces of comedy that he released from his royalties from the cosby show from i mean yes so so how, so he does so so, so you well, i get what you're getting at here on, on our checklist of are you canceled or not.com <laughs> and we're working through the form that's in react or whatever it is. It's a very nice form, by the way. Um, wait, 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 is this shit real? No, I don't know. Maybe it is. Oh, okay. Wow. I've yeah. sold you really well on this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm making this up as I go, Bob. I just wouldn't be shocked if there actually was an are you canceled.com. Well, like checklist. let's, let's say you're going to, I mean, what's on this list because are you canceled if you're still, so Mel Gibson was an early one that got canceled many years ago, right? But is he? Right, exactly. Well, I was thinking the other day, what has Mel Gibson done lately? So maybe he is-ish. So th- Is R. Kelly canceled? <laughs> oh, man. Woo, we're going to just dive in deep on these. Well, so, well, that, so but- yeah, you got to have like this checklist. And if you're like... If you have, if you've got a five out of 10, you're canceled. If you've gotten a three out of 10, you're not canceled. You know, so... Then again, who comes up with this judgmental of A or B? And so I don't know. Um, I was reading that Wikipedia article and there was a Michigan professor and um, or Michigan State. Eh, maybe it was Michigan. Anyway, somewhere up north. Basically saying cancel culture um, definitely polarizes people, but it definitely doesn't solve a lot of issues. It just makes people angry. And... On one hand, I could totally see that. And on the other hand, well, we what's that one guy, uh, Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein? You know, he's Harvey Weinstein, the Me Too movement, Weinstein. right? Yeah, that, that was pretty effective. I would have to lean with, well, there's probably some sort of canceling with him that has happened, right? Yes, but I think, do you have? Do you actually have checklist items? I, I, I do not. I, I think we should okay. possibly pull them out of thin air and go, what makes somebody canceled or not, Bob? Well, I think a, a huge um, aspect of it would be, are you still generating revenue in the arena in which you were intended to be canceled from? So if you're still laughing your way all the way to the bank, just like you were the day before, you are winning and you're not yet canceled. Or or also if it's only slightly impacted, like, you know, Harvey Weinstein's Weinstein, Weinstein, I don't know, is a, a prime example. R. Kelly is another example. Goya Beans is another example. Um, you know, if if you're still making royalties, if people are still buying your music, are you really canceled? Probably not. Um, I did. S- some people would argue that David Lee Roth is canceled because he's just old and weird. But. <laughs> I, I did. I mean, I saw he's yet to be outed for anything yet. I saw a, a thread or at least a few tweets that basically said, I can separate the music from the man, so to speak, you know, right. The art from the artist. Right. Thank you. Um, so I can. So maybe it's easier in that respect and less easier than, say, for a professor, because you can't really you're not really going to say, ah, but he writes great academic papers that that doctor who gives a crap. He really can write some good stuff. But as a person, oh, I can't stand him. I mean, we can't do that for that sort of profession, can we? Well, that's an interesting question, because I'm sure there are writers who have written amazing educational material who are probably no longer with us high potentiality for being dirtbags high potentiality for being canceled if they were alive today but with the merits of their educational I, actually i bet you there's real life current day cases of somebody who wrote an amazing paper on human psychology who turns out it was probably a sociopath and had body parts buried in his garage so so it's interesting you bring that up because a lot of the cancel culture nowadays like john wayne is being canceled and the man has been dead for years right 
oh, well, John Wayne brought up this racist stuff, and I'm not defending John Wayne in any shape, way, or form. So my, my voice is just, you know, some pretentious canceler. So, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's cancel John Wayne, blah, 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 blah. Are you hurting John Wayne? Nope. Are you hurting John Wayne's family? You sure are. Um, should that matter? I don't know. Um, but, but is the canceling hurting his family? Are they not still earning residuals from all of his films? Uh, even if he's canceled? Well, let, let's go back to defining canceled or not. Monetarily, I would say, nah, doesn't matter. Pain, grief. Hey, why are people calling grandpa, you know, a racist? Why are, you know, things like that? So we, there are, you know, could be some innocent, you know, collateral damage there. Well, I, I think that goes back to the whole calling out somebody who's wrong. Like to go back to that uh, urban dictionary definition. Are, are there tons of families where grandpa was a known racist yeah. and everyone in the family <laughs> knows it? Hell yeah. Um, and I'm sure if John Wayne was a racist, his family all knew it. And so maybe they aren't hurt by his canceling. The problem I have with it is who's determining posthumously that the man was a racist right and 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 why does it you know and what motivates somebody to, also to dig highly up highly possible that he was yeah let's just assume for sake of argument there's there's evidence let's just who knows i don't know but what motivates somebody to dig deep into somebody who's dead's past and bring that up now well actually wait hang on yeah. here's something very specific to john wayne that i learned two nights ago because I watched the ESPN 30 for 30 on Bruce Lee. And the intro to the whole thing was why Bruce Lee made the choices he made with the movies that he did in the U S versus going back to uh, mainland China to do them. Uh, one of the things that was brought up is the fact that white actors back in the day were often cast in Asian roles because they wouldn't cast Asians uh, John Wayne actually played Genghis Khan in some blockbuster cinematic movie. And, but is that why people are canceling him posthumously because he played a role? Is that John Wayne's fault or is that the casting's fault? There's, so I would like to acknowledge that our arts and uh, entertainment industry has really made given us all a lot of work here in 2020 because you and i grew up with looney tunes and we got yosemite sam we got foghorn langhorn we got you know all those sorts of uh have you caught an episode of tom and jerry lately yeah i mean and, and we grew up with that and that became a part of our subconscious all of us and fortunately they don't make that stuff anymore I, um it when I was a kid, I, I was just looking at Tom chasing a little mouse named Jerry, you know, not thinking about it, but maybe, maybe I was influenced. I'm sure I was, you know, I'm sure some psychologists would be like, yes, yes, you were. Um, Pretty sure in a lot of those cartoons, there was a lot of cartoon blackface happening. Yeah, too. there was. I was just trying to think, you know, specific instances, but of course I can't think of any. All right. So let's, let's maybe pull this back to social media technology a little bit. So, um, what does a typical cancel culture campaign look like, Bob, to you? From some of the people that I spoke to asking their opinions on this, I did kind of get a feel for some of the modern, well, not modern, maybe some people close to our peer set. Like I have no idea what teens are doing in relation to cancel culture. All I know is the people that I kind of interviewed, but a primary example is performer or somebody who's in media is accused of most of the stuff is prior to like courts or convictions to uh, someone will come out and speak against sexual assault, sexual misconduct um, of an artist and that will get out. And it's great that we're believing the people who come forward, but then the, the social media, you know, hashtag of whatever the main group of followers that, follow this artist will basically, you know, rally the boycott chants, will shout down any content posted and bring up the allegations and basically, you know, 
silence the person's social media presence. Now, this is pretty effective against actors, actresses, things like that, because the currency of an, a celebrity is their 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 status, if you will, the standing with the public, right? I mean, you don't want to go to a movie that stars Hitler, you know, <laughs> you know, if you were an actor. You don't, you just don't want to go. Nope, not going. Sorry. What does that say about me, right? So for actors. So in our tech industry, Uncle Bob Martin uh, recently was accused of all kinds of things. I don't think he handled it right. So I think how you handle it has a lot to do with it. So Uncle Bob took it as definitely as a personal assault. And then he just ranted for like a week straight on his Twitter account. And <laughs> And I, I had mentioned something to him. Of course, he, you know, he doesn't care what I say. I just replied to him. I said, you know, don't let this define you, <laughs> you know, by keep keeping it in the news cycle. You're not helping yourself here. It doesn't matter if it's true or not, because there's little those those little circle avatars with the eggs that have like no followers that are volleying things at you. You got to just kind of let those comments go. So. Uh, how you handle it, I think so. Yeah, my shadow account to be a dick, basically. <laughs> yeah, so there's a few uh, things about cancel culture that are interesting. So would you agree that m most people think it's a leftist? I'm saying that in quotes. Leftist, I'm holding it up for Bob. Um, term. <sighs> like, you, in order to be part of cancel culture, you got to be a leftist. I think that that's a rightest talking point to be fair but i i do feel like perhaps the tool is used more in liberal circles than it is in conservative circles you've fallen into my trap bob it's not to say it's not used but okay standard standard theme of the show bob has slipped the trap so i would argue cancel culture is a moniker used for left-leaning people, but conservatives do the exact same tactic under a different banner. Let me let me uh, throw a few words out there. Shun. Shame. Those are very yeah. conservative sorts of things. And, and tying it back to Wikipedia, Wikipedia even redirects you to, you know, basically shaming. You know, if, if um, let's say we had a president and somebody quit from his administration What's the first thing he would do on social media if that person stepped out of line at all? Sad, low energy, Always terrible person, problematic, terrible. So, side note: our president should not go into human resources and or hiring slash recruiting. Just saying. Okay, you fired. <laughs> so, so I would argue that the conservatives do the same thing. Like, um, you know, let's throw a hot button topic, abortion. You know, they say, oh, so-and-so is pro-choice, you know. So I really think that, and then anti-Semitism, I'm assuming, um, you know, conservative Jewish folks, you know, would not appreciate anti-Semitism. So the pushback on anti-Semitism, I believe Nick Cannon currently is in the hot water for that Fox employee. Right. Um, so I would say it's not a left thing. It's not a right thing. I would say it's a tool that groups use to push and wait for this, their moral piety. So, Ooh, ooh what does that even mean? Um, that means, didn't we do another episode that was along those lines? I have no idea anymore. What virtue signaling. There you go. Yes. We talked about virtue signaling. And, yes. and while I'm on my soapbox, I find it very interesting that a lot of liberals who are participating in cancel culture and not saying that I've never have, cause I totally have. And some people desert again, it's a tool. It's not quick aside. I don't believe cancel culture is neither good nor bad. It's a, it's a thing. It's whoever's wielding it. That's, that's what cancel culture becomes. And so what I'm saying is on the liberal side, would you agree, Bob, that liberal minded folks are more about free speech than say conservatives? Oh man. Oh, uh, actually, you know what? I think the correct answer is what year, Kevin, because I think that worm is almost turned completely. Right. Because who, what do we have? Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of discussion of my freedoms from people who I I can't even keep score anymore. So to really tie this into recent events, you and I both signed up for a website called Parlor. And what is Parlor, Bob? Is it Parlor or Parlay? 
Ah, oh, Jesus. I don't know. Parley? Parley? Well, you send parsleys and parleys and it, it's not, it, it, it just doesn't work for me. But anyway, what is the website, Bob? What does it do? It's uh, conservative social media, isn't it? It's conservative, conservative Twitter. Twitter. That's right. <laughs> and um, I, I, f- <laughs> I found it just to be really interesting. I, I'm, not, I'm totally off track. But what I'm, I'm getting at is cancel culture exists, I think, on all sides. All people use it and they use it for their own evil bidding. And then they point to the other side of the aisles and go, ah, look what they're doing over there. But they're both doing it and that's just what i wanted to kind of point out because i was i was trying to reason is it good is it bad because that's what a lot of these headlines have been in the last few weeks is cancel culture good for america well it can be and it can't be it's like it's a non-binary choice isn't it (laughs) but hasn't it really been happening since the dawn of time yes if (laughs) if exxon has a if exxon has a giant oil spill in the gulf don't people rally around not buying oil from non-environmentally conscious, you know, groups or, you know, don't people look at the investments that certain financial institutions make and decide not to bank there anymore? Absolutely. Organic. Boycotts have been around forever. Organic vegetables. Free range chickens. We still kill chickens, but we let them run around before we do it. (laughs) It's like, okay, I guess, you know, yeah, yeah, that's what I want right there. I want my chickens to be happy before their life is snatched from them. Right. Right before we um, break their neck, hang them up, bleed them out, pluck their feathers, chop them into little parts, package them in sar- saran wrap and throw them on a hot searing grill. We want them to be happy. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> hey, Kevin. That's why I only eat vegetables. <laughs> Lies. Actually, doesn't Joe Rogan have a rant about vegetarians, you know, and how the hypocrisy of they also have a carbon footprint and, you know, they have. You know, oh, Yeah. Lot, Any factory farming, whether it's meat or vegetables, is no good for the environment. A lot of a lot of vegetarians will say cows are, you know, contributing global warming. Yeah, sure, got it. But becoming vegetarian doesn't absolve you, you know, from <laughs> from like ah, well, it's just the meat eaters we need to worry about. Let's cancel them, right? <laughs> anyway, I like meat, by so, the way. So let me shift this in a slightly different direction because this is a question that's been weighing on my mind. Um, do you? Do you know of anyone who's been canceled celebrity-wise or technology-wise or Twitter-wise? Are you asking if I know any celebrities of whom, like, personally? And now not, no, no, not no personally, but, like, you know, you're just aware that they've been canceled. Uh, well, just the ones we mentioned. You know, Harvey Weinstein, Stein, whatever. So do you follow anyone that's been canceled on social media? I didn't follow them before or after. <laughs> So I have this weird situation where, um, because of our good buddy, Joe Rogan, there's been guests that he's had on his show who have friends that are comedians and all this kind of stuff. And, um, well, I'll go ahead and mention his name. Chris D'Elia was kind of coming into his own, getting more larger shows, moving from, you know, the, the follow-up act to a headlining act, booked his first Netflix special, and then five people came out and accused him of sexual misconduct. And he really, in effect, kind of got canceled. Disappeared, like, right? Netflix dropped him. His social media accounts are totally, like, blank. I mean, all of his historical stuff is still there. But, like, no new tweets since all this started happening. I'm sure he's devastated. Uh, oh, I'm sure he is, too. But I look, and he still has millions and millions of followers, myself included in that group. Am I a bad person if I don't unfollow someone who's been canceled? Depends who you ask. Just which is this whole cancel culture thing really comes down to it's just a new way to spew your view of the world and attempt to influence it. So if you follow that person and an outside observer goes, hey Bob follows this person, but I like who he follows too. This person you're talking about, Bob, you're fine. You don't need to unfollow him. Now I want to put on the hat of the other side, Bob, how dare you follow that person? What does that say about you? So it depends, right? Yeah. I don't like all these, it depends scenarios. (laughs) Well, 
that's a classic Bob and Kevin show topic, if you ask me, because what I think a lot of politicians and journalists will do, will take a, gr- a gray issue and attempt to make er, a, a an, an issue that has a spectrum, if you will, and then force it to be a binary choice. You know, and we see that a lot in politics. They go, oh, well, are you a Republican or Democrat? Well, can I be neither? No, you have to pick. Oh, are you pro-choice or pro-life? Oh, well, can I say it depends? Are you pro-choice or are you pro-life? Oh, damn it. I don't know. Uh, you know. Kevin, are you pro-mask or anti-mask? Exactly. See? See uh, I am pro-mask, by the way. But, oh, my goodness, that is a topic around here. Let me tell you. Are you pro-school or anti-school? Uh, see, again here. Um, I am in the camp. Actually, I will give you a real answer. Uh, we elected people. We didn't elect school board people just to elect people. I'm going to let the school board people who are in charge uh, figure it out. Now, I want to cancel your school board people. Well, my, my <laughs> representative, Jim Banks of 3rd District, Indiana, who's an R, he's proposing national legislation to withhold funding from any school in America, not just here, in America, that doesn't send all their kids back in person. No online classes. And I think one size right in line with our authority of authoritarian (laughs) regime, (laughs) one size fits all doesn't help. Now you may say, well, Kevin, what if the school board member you speak of, it wants to do something that you don't want to do. Will you comply with what they want to do? Well, it depends, (laughs) you know, I don't know. What do they want to do? So we, we very much have a force people into a binary thing. You see it a lot again in politics where it's like, Oh, let me, let me call you, you, let me, let me first say, um, uh, Antifa is left. Therefore, if you're left, you're Antifa. And if you're, you know, if you're left now, you are tearing down statues just because you're left because, you know, they make these false equivalencies, right? But so the, 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 so they go in tandem. So the point is, is like, go, aha, I can pin down Bob or Kevin to be in group A. And then I make false equivalencies with group A now that I've got them in my bucket to all these other things. I mean, it's a common, I'll give you, I'll give you a better one. I'm anti-fascist. I'm not Antifa. Is that how you pronounce it? See, that's how you know I'm not either. <laughs> what did what did you say? Antifa. Maybe that's just different emphasis on a different syllable. <laughs> nice. So, all right. So, taking this back to cancel culture, um, let me ask you because I think I, I told you I don't think it's either good nor bad. What, let me ask you: Is it inherently bad, or is it inherently good, or either? I think it's neither inherently bad nor good. I think it's uh, inherently and ultimately it's the power of the people. But in my conversations that I've had with people who, so um, very intelligent person I had the conversation with acknowledged various aspects of cancel culture, various tactics and techniques of cancel culture, but firmly believes that there's no such thing as cancel culture. Here's a case in point. J.K. Rowling taking a beating for her statements. Doesn't even matter what the statements are. Taking Well, it does matter. The har- but for the, this in the Harper com- letter, by the way. Or are you talking about the Harper letter or are you talking about the tra- uh, trans rights stuff? Well, trans rights and the Harper, any of it. She's okay. like, she's, she's taking a lot of incoming fire. Right, wrong, or indifferent. The statements that she made, yes, they're important to the people that they impact, but she's being attempted to be canceled worldwide. People love their Harry Potter, man. (laughs) People love their Harry Potter. Exactly. So back to that statement, you know, the, the art from the artist, those kind of things, the statement that this person made, I was having this conversation with is like, I will never purchase another one of her books. However, I will still read them. I will acquire them through means of not purchasing a music group canceled, you know, lead singer, total dirtbag, sexual harassment, you know, whatever. I will never purchase another piece of that artist's music, but I'm damn sure going to listen to it if I can get it for free because the artist writes bops. So, so, I mean, so is it really, I mean, 
All right, let let's so let's say or so I, I've does seen, it even exist? Well, as a concept, but as a distributed organization, you know, there's no central authority because that takes me to my next point. You know, I've seen a lot of headlines that says the problem with cancer culture and why it needs to stop. Blah blah blah. So I will. I don't mean to say it snarkily. I mean, there's some really bad examples of cancel culture where it's just like bullying for bullying's sake. Um, and I, I look at our president for exhibit A there. Um, so the question, though, is, is, all right, let's say it exists. And I think it exists. But how would you stop it? And I have an answer, but I want to ask you that first, Bob. How can you stop cancel culture? Why would you stop it? I mean, it's it's every it's every individual's right. And if people want to agree with other individuals, it's their right as well. Um, and I, I guess where it gets gray, though, is you're agreeing with someone's opinion when it comes to cancel culture. You're not necessarily agreeing with facts at that point. If you want to stop supporting someone because you don't believe in something that they've done, like you don't think it's representative of your moral code of conduct, your moral you know, piety, your moral fiber. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfectly within your right to not buy your bean, buy their beans. You know what I mean? And if a bunch of your friends or like-minded individuals don't want to buy their beans either, by all means, buy somebody else's beans. So, but it, so I don't, I don't think it's good or bad, and I don't think it needs to be stopped because I think it's everyone's individual right to do that. So I don't think you even, you could even stop it if you wanted to. There's no central no. authority here. It's not like you and it's not like yelling fire in a movie theater. It's it's totally different. It's, it's not free speech. It's it, it's opinion of where you want to spend your money. It's organic, right? It, it's just it it's it's like a hurricane, and you know the right ingredients have to come together for that movement to take place. You know, and a lot of the cancel culture stuff happened out of uh, the George Floyd shooting. And then the Harper's letter came out at a shitty time. If you're going to be against cancel culture, because it just, it's like uh wrong, bad timing here. Um, so I don't even think you can stop cancel culture, even if you wanted to, the only thing you could do is say, well, you might want to talk it out a little further, but what is the reward system of social media? Bob. Outrage. Which leads to likes and likes and, and retweets, yeah. right? Right. And so long as there's a reward system for being outraged, the ingredients for cancel culture are going to be right there with us the whole time. Sometimes cancel culture will work for your cause. Sometimes it'll work against your cause. I think canceling or attempting to cancel cancel culture whew, is impossible. And I also think it's dangerous. Why would you want to take away a potential way to accomplish your own personal beliefs and goals? You know, and you're not going to say, well, I can't do that because that would be cancel culture. Well, I mean, you could, but you also probably are taking one of those effective weapons off the table at that point. You know, think of something really egregious that you, you disagree with, you know, you're really going to say, oh, we, we had this, uh, cancel culture armistice agreement where we can't all band together. I mean, it's just, it just seems ridiculous that these people who want to cancel cancel culture, it's just, mm, no, I don't think so. He, here's me being a, my own flip flopper within the scope of, you know, uh -oh. minutes. Here's where I have some issue. We know social media is just giant collections of echo chambers. <laughs> parlor, parlay, parlor, definitely yeah. affirm that. <laughs> I I don't have any examples of this off the top of my head, but here's my what if scenario. An accusation comes out that singer X uh, killed his puppy. Got a puppy. Was it cute? It does. Yes, the cutest puppy ever. <laughs> Damn that the, person. The puppy used to be part of all their social media up at that point. And in an echo chamber, somebody says, oh my God, I just heard from my sister's best friend's husband. Roommate. That's roommate. <laughs> that singer X killed that adorable puppy that's in all of their social media stuff. All of the little hashtag music fans start throwing that around in the echo chamber 
that Singer X killed his puppy. Singer X gets canceled. Album sales tank. Uh, Tour manager cancels the tour. Other band members, even though they know that the dude didn't kill his dog, are like, we can't be associated with you. You've got this giant stink on you. You're a pariah. Three weeks later, they're like, oh my gosh, this didn't happen at all. What actually happened is the dog got out of the house and got hit by a truck. How are they going to uncancel what that echo chamber did? Yeah, can't. Some of the fans will come back and be like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I fell for that. I'm sorry, dude. I'm going to totally buy your next album. Oh, but wait, there's not going to be a next album because the band members already moved on. The tour's not going to happen. So this guy is sitting here drinking himself into a coma because his dog is dead, not by his doing, and he got canceled. So I would tell you there's a phrase for that. And if it's, um, you know, intended, it's called character assassination. And it happens yeah. all the time, right? Well, cancel culture is character assassination. You I mean, betcha. 99, well, not 99. We don't know the facts because it's an ongoing, you know, tally of data that most times it seems to be pretty spot on for the groups that it, you know, that it benefits to cancel someone. But what if they make a mistake? So I've always kind of chuckled. Because you have a lot of folks, especially, okay, uh, I'll go with some stereotypes here. On the right, religious tolerance. We should be able to do these things, be an anti-vaxxer because of our religion. We should be able to blah, blah, blah because of our religion. And then on the left, we should we should accept people who are different from us. Tolerance, tolerance, tolerance. And then you say, great, where's your tolerance end? And a lot of times people say, well, I, I'm open-minded. Both sides will say this. Great. Um, well, you know, uh, so there, there's there got to be limits everywhere, and everyone's got different limits, because as soon as you introduce the classic thought experiment, all right, uh, Hitler, <laughs> should we look at him and go, you're wrong, or should we look at him and go, well, that's just a different way of thinking about things, you know? And of course, you know, most people should go, uh, no, that's wrong. Let's, let's get the time machine. Let's go back and take them out. You know, that's, that's what I would say is the rational answer. So but we just got canceled at 46 minutes and 40 <laughs> seconds because they didn't listen for the right, next three seconds. Right, because that's a hell of a soundbite right there, right? <laughs> uh, so all I'm saying is, is it comes down to people, teams, if you will, set up these rules. And these rules are only meant to rally troops for the mission and whatever that mission is. And everything else is window dressing and cancel culture is used on both sides to play this little chess game of power and money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I, I, I do keep going back to the bean thing, though. Like, why would you cancel somebody who says they like our president? canceled their 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 bean business well there's an obvious answer isn't there no yeah well the obvious answer is is well we don't like the president therefore we will make you pay for you supporting him but i it just kills me that people walk around especially this reason in particular people walk around every day and they have no idea what goes on in the hearts and minds of their fellow man that they're standing right next to they have no idea the thoughts that goes, the things that go on in the hearts and minds of people that they care and love about. There's people out there that are total deviants. An another thing that's been flying around in social media, and it's actually, I think it's flying around in social media as part of an anti-COVID thing, is like, what about all the sex trafficking? Stop all the sex trafficking. I'm 100% in favor of stopping all the sex trafficking. Trafficking. Do you know why there's all that sex trafficking? Because you have no idea what's going on in your neighbor's house next to you. Speaking of sex trafficking and cancel culture, did you see for at least a half a news cycle, Wayfair got called in out? Ikea. Oh, was it Ikea too? So for, yeah, for the because they were selling expensive cabinets with the names of female that had female names. And yeah, and the for those who didn't catch up on that. Long story short, I guess Wayfair or Ikea might have had third-party sales sellers. Therefore, they were actually selling basically code for humans. Hey, humans. And then you would get a woman 
or a young girl delivered to you. So everything I found on that, because I looked at that because it, it got talked about here. I'm like, uh, there's nothing that really supports this. You know, you know, it, it was Pizzagate 2.0. What's Pizzagate? Pizzagate was the conspiracy around the 2016 election that liberal elites were um, uh, facilitating sex trafficking in the basement level of a pizza place. And some people got riled up and went and shot up said pizza place. Ugh. And the said pizza place didn't even have a basement. Ugh. But that's what Pizzagate was. You know, it's the whole, and the new thing with the, the social, the Hollywood elites and the baby eating and the Wayfair. It's like, that's the new, that's the new tinfoil hat. That's the whole tie to the sex trafficking thing. It's all these Hollywood elites and it's actually, you know, tied to Epstein and Maxine and or whatever that chick's name is. So let's say you go to war, Bob. What do you what do you do to support a war? You get weapons, right? And weapons in the hands of the wrong people end up doing bad things, right? Um, school shootings, things like that. Um, cancel culture in the hands of the wrong people have some side effects too. Are you familiar with the term doxing? Yes. And for those who aren't, it is basically saying Bob lives at one, two, three, four, anywhere street, you know, somewhere, somewhere. And I'm not saying he did this, but I'm also saying where you can find him, wink. Or and here's his phone number and here's his email on public social medias. There's also something called revenge porn, right? And what's revenge porn, Bob? I think it's where you have naughty pictures of someone you're no longer in a relationship with and then you leak those. Yes, because you're looking to what? You discredit them, right? Yeah. And hurt their Basically, future internet, earnings. Internet equals bad. <laughs> and then the last major negative thing is swatting. Bob, do you know what swatting is? I do not. That's when I say, hey, uh, Colorado State Police. I know this guy named Bob. He's a bad guy. He's got somebody held hostage right now. You got to go now, 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 now. There's somebody in imminent danger. They send the SWAT team and uh, kick your door down. You don't realize that it's the SWAT team because they came in the middle of the night. You know, you may try to defend yourself. Now you're dead because. Oh. Yeah. So um, there's uh, a lot of examples where cancel culture can go wrong. And I, I know a lot of people go, yeah, but I got a hundred thousand locks on that, you know, cancel thing I did. I, I mean, I can't prove it. I mean, it's just all conspiracy, but you know, I got a hundred thousand <laughs> locks. So, you know, there's that. Some people don't appreciate when we do voices. <laughs> no, we're so <laughs> unappreciated. Um, so, uh, sorry, listener. I, so I, I guess I'm talking myself into cancel cultures like a vice, you know, it's kind of like gambling, porn, lottery tickets, alcohol, I guess weed, um, cancel culture. It's a bit of a vice because when you jump on the mob, uh, you know, depending on who the target is, actually it doesn't matter who the tar target is. You're really being part of the mob, a part of the posse, well, right? And I think some people like the attention of being the one who brings attention to the canceling reason. I'm the one who outed Bob for being a cat lover, you know, yeah. or whatever. I mean, that exact kind of thing. And I think that's where it gets dangerous. Like if you're out there looking and I hate to use the phrase cause it's got such a negative connotation, but social justice warrior, like if your mission is to go out and dox and out people without I feel like a lot of times it puts the, the power of, uh, you know, the judge, jury, and executioner in the hands of people who might not be qualified to make those judgments. So I did read an article. Did, I actually did a little bit of reading up on this. Um, one interesting thing that social media has brought is um, two-way communication. Because in the past, a celebrity before social media, it's one-way conversation. They appear in movies. They appear in television. They appear on Entertainment Tonight. They appear in Comic-Con panels. They appear where they get to control basically everything about it. Social media allows people to go, wait a second. I can stand up to you. And one person, it's, 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 it's a little flicker of light. But when that little speck of dust rolls down the mountain, what does it do? It snowballs and it turns into a big one. And that's what social media allows you to do. And that snowball will eventually come to the bottom of the hill and probably 
possibly run over the target itself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, that's what social media does. So there's a lot of good that can come out of that, but there's a lot of, you know, a lot of bad. And there's a lot of motivation to be a cancel culturist, if you will. And it's, hey, I got to become the one, you know, I went from a hundred followers to uh, whatever a thousand and uh, you know, people become professional call out people. Um, I think David Hogg is his name. I'm not sure. I know he came to rise, I think with school shootings, but now he's like in everything like, yeah, I I think he aspires to be a, a a journalist that disrupts a lot of stuff. I mean, I think that's what, what's that other one that's on Rogan, Tim, 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 uh, what's his name? Tim pool, Tim pool, him too. He's often, he's often talking about a lot of things. Um, but he's never talking about like, Hey, today was a sunny day. (laughs) you know send you know it's always elon musk must be stopped or whatever it is you know well that brings up a whole nother aspect of this especially since you bring in like david hogg and, and people like that in the conversation there is an aspect of this where this is the new journalism and it there's journalism focused on you know calling out a hypocrisy or calling out an individual and and leading to that cancellation cancellation air quotes we're always going to put in air quotes because i think that the common belief is that it might not really exist um (laughs) but you know part of this is this new i think a lot of people are starved for journalists that aren't biased which is not possible do those or journalist i have an journalistic outlet journalistic outlets that aren't biased and i think social media definitely contributes to people trying to find that voice youtube for sure um you know if you if you've got enough fancy you know backdrop and you can speak without saying a million ums and ahs hold attention and talk about controversial stuff you could be considered a journalist i think so. you can only aspire to be non-biased you can never actually be non-biased it's like balancing no, an egg on a knife edge it's like saying oh we're going to create a utopia we've had that episode too by the way you know, okay, uh, utopia for who? Oh, wait, we can't all be in the same utopia? No, because you're just going to want something different. That's why, <laughs> you know. Unless you've had zero life experience or somehow a perfectly synchronized balance of life experiences, you cannot I, be biased. I do my share of complaining on the internet, but if the world suddenly became perfect and I had nothing to complain about, I would still have other tweets that I would send. <laughs> other folks... They would be bankrupt. They would be unemployed because they are professional outers. They are professional. Let's go find what's wrong with the world and um, try to ruin people, for lack of a better term. Um, and then it comes down to, well, yeah, so-and-so is a dirtbag, but they do they deserve to be ruined? And that comes down to, well, what team do they play for? Bob, are they the red team or the blue team? What team am I? And, you know, all that comes into play. And then, um, oh, another word that, that I learned, brigading. Um, do you remember what brigading means, Bob? Nope. Uh, I think it ha- has its origins in Reddit. Basically, it's like, hey, guys, or team, gang, dang it. Uh, we are, we are, here's the plan. I need you all to sign up for an account or do whatever and go disparage that person, write some bad reviews against that. So it's basically, oh, so they're basically recruiting to cancel. Yes. Um, because a bad review could be a cancel. You going to buy that one star, uh, product on Amazon, Bob? Nope. Sure. Probably not. <laughs> so. Um, Unless this got a really, really good price point. Uh, yeah. All right. So. So I have one last question for yes. you. Yes. Donald Trump doesn't get elected. He becomes a regular citizen or past president, but I still think he'll become closer to a regular citizen. Does he get canceled as soon as he gets out of office? I would say the answer is no. Um, because a we haven't really defined our checklist of what cancel actually means he'll still be getting paid money he'll still have his followers because i I learned a new word um i used to confuse the word demigod with demagogue are you familiar Mm. okay so demagogue for anyone who's not oh 
aware of the full definition, uh, and I'll paraphrase because I don't have it up. Basically, it's pandering to people's primal instincts. And Donald J. Trump is very good at that. And there's a lot of people who are susceptible to that in this world because, well, at the end of the day, we're animals with, um, you know, with haircuts. So we uh, so I think he'll he'll have no shortage of people on his side. So since we can't really define what actually constitutes canceling, I don't because I don't foresee him being like the, the comedian that you spoke of where he's just got like nothing. No, 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 no. Donald J. Trump. The more you push, the more he pushes back. Yeah, I'm sure his book that he releases right after he gets out of office will sell a gajillion copies. So. Okay, let me let's play that game. What's his book going to be called? What's the title of that book? I have the best words. I saw that earlier today. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be, I played you f- for a fool, all of you. And he, he's going to be so right. He's like, oh my God, this is so awesome. I can't believe you guys were actually like, you guys didn't impeach me. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh honey, it's over. It's over. And, and then it came back. Nope. And then the Republicans, oh my God, can you believe it? They actually supported me. What idiots. I would have so much more respect for him if he did that book, but I'm sure it's going to be, I was the best president that you ever had, and I can't believe you let me go. <laughs> Except it would be more more uh, superlative hyperbole. Right. I was the best, the super duperest president of all time in the ever universes, all of them. In fact, the multi-universes. Oh. I, it was, I was tremendous. <sighs> best president. Far, far better than George Washington. Accomplished more than any other administration ever within the first hour of taking office. Uh, okay. We're- so what, <laughs> what did we solve today? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, well, Nothing. Now we social really media didn't. is bad. I, th- I think we've still discovered that social media is bad. I, th- I think what we, what this podcast is turning out to be, Bob, is like a real time analysis of what social media has become as it becomes it it's like oh you know cancel culture oh you know this oh that um and social media is what a good 10 years old it's 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 in its prime feels like it's older than that yeah but it's really only about 10 years old right 15 if, if i'm feeling you know generous generous we'll give it 15 (laughs) years um i think it's got itself figured out really well and uh in the next 15 years you know 15 years before that 15 years it did we didn't even foresee social media oh my god i can't even imagine how much worse because it's not going to get better right social media is not going to be like you know what guys let's Let's clean our act up because everyone now has their own opinion. It's like um, it's like if a company said, all right, we've gone public. Everyone who's got a share uh, can come to the meeting. So all 200 million of you who own Apple stock, we're going to get a really big table and let's just talk through everything, everyone. Let's just, let's just see where everyone stands. You know, we eat, by lunchtime, you have like three people have talked, you know, so this is social media where it's like, no, everyone talk at once. Everyone argue at once. And it's like the planets are, you know, it's like this proto planet solar system. You know, the, the, they're starting to congeal into Earth, into Mars, into Venus. Oh, shit. This proto planet Mars size hit Earth and oh, it created the moon. You know, this is what's happening. You have all these little bubbles out there. And I don't see um, us ever coalescing into one species one race one let's just not be mean to each other anymore humans are terrible and social media is my evidence dude uh we're coming up on august of 2020 which means we have about 14 more years left until we reach january 1st of 2021 uh if you think social media is bad now they're just collecting all the flammable material and then somebody else is bringing the gasoline and the match is about to get thrown on it in about 35 days. So, uh, yeah, hang on to your hats. Buckle up, everyone. September, October, November. Gonna be pretty outstanding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I would, 
I would like to end today's episode, at least from my point of view, with one of my favorite quotes over the last 48 hours. And uh, I'm just going to drop it here and you can jump in with anything you want after that. I just want to end with person, woman, man, camera, teeth. Do it again, Bob. Without reading. Without reading. I see you reading. I see you reading. (laughs) (laughs) You're totally reading. (laughs) Man. Camera TV. If only there was a door. Person, woman, man, camera TV. I got it. If only there was a door of the Explorer episode that we could uh, (laughs) (laughs) reference for this. All right. um, I was going to talk about Netflix Party, but we're over on time. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. It'll still be here. Yeah. Good stuff, Bob. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, have you ever wondered how you can get in touch with us at the Bob and Kevin Show? Well, first, you can try us via email at comments at bobandkevinshow.com. Or are you more into social? If so, you can find us on Twitter at Bob and Kevin Show. Or on Instagram as Bob N. Kevin Show. That's Bob, the letter N, Kevin Show. And if you're still on Facebook, you can even find us at facebook.com slash Bob and Kevin Show. And for the serious business fans, you can even find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash the dash Bob dash Kevin dash show. How's that for a handle? Let's connect.